Culture Punch Podcast. Thank you guys again for tuning into this episode. This one is going to be a little bit more, I guess, on the traditional end in terms of what we originally started with. I want to talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on with soccer. Something that's really pissed me off lately. It's no secret that I'm a Juventus fan and we just got eliminated by Lyon in the Champions League. So losing the first leg, 1-0, and then going down 1-0 immediately. We needed three goals to win. We've only got two. We got them both out of Cristiano. Here's the problem, though. And here's, here's what I don't understand and what really pisses me off about my team. Cristiano Ronaldo has been our lead scorer the last two years. Has obviously sparked our offense, and he makes the people around better. You could argue and say that he possesses a lot of the ball, and so it's not really getting you're not really getting the team play aspect of things, but I disagree because when you need someone, especially in the Champions League, the whole reason why we initially got Cristiano in the first place was because we needed that extra push, that extra help, that extra lift. We needed that special player that can come in and wreak havoc and in order to get us further. We've reached the finals twice in the last six years, and it was... Well, that's five years, I believe. And we were looking that we were hoping that Cristiano would be the piece needed in order for us to get over that hump and win. That's still a thing. He's still doing good. When you have no strikers, we got Iguain who can't score a goal. And we play Cristiano up top. We play Dybala. We need guys who can score. I know you coronavirus has really hit everybody hard. So COVID-19 has been tough. And they're trying to get him off the books. That's the big thing. If I didn't already mention it, they're trying to get rid of Ronaldo. The rumor is is that they shopped him around to everyone, including Barcelona. I understand he's a little older. I think he's 36 years old. But he can still create that spark and he's still playing top-level football. So why would you want to even consider letting him go? If it's a money aspect, you've already been talking about, even when Saudi was there, that the last, I don't know, a couple months, 11 players were going to get dumped. Matuidi, gone. I liked him. We let him go. He's now officially, as of today, signed with Inter, Miami, and David Beckham's team. So he's coming to the MLS. Sammy Kidera is, is another one. They say that one's hard because he wants to continue to play, and so he won't just he won't work with us to kill the contract. Higuain is willing, but we have to pay him half of what he's making, which is millions of dollars. So Iguain's gone. You got uh, Matuidi gone. Now we're shopping around Douglas Costa, Bernadeschi, Aaron Ramsey. And I believe Rabiot was in that list too. I don't think he's going to be on that list anymore now that Pirlo took over. But we're trying to dump these players that are making excessive amounts of money and really aren't contributing. Uh, Alexandro is one of the guys that we've been talked about. Diceglia doesn't really help us out. But now you're starting to name key pieces of the team. Not only does Sandro a good defender, but he helps us out on the offense. Sometimes he pushes up a little bit more to where it leaves us exposed. I understand that. But that it, it'll improve. He, he is more of a positive factor than a negative one. Bernardeschi, I think he's still trying to come into his own, and I think he will do that. But if you're looking to dump off, okay, I understand. Douglas Costa, Bernadeschi to me stays on the field more than uh, Costa does. 
Here's the problem. If it well, if you're gonna get the solution, let me start with the solution. If you're gonna get a striker, then you can keep Bernadeschi and you can sell Costa. Because Costa plays left wing, and according to what's been thrown out there is that uh Juventus might possibly run a four three three with Pirlo. So you can now put Ronaldo back on the left wing. Get a designated striker. I don't think Zapata's that guy. After watching him play against uh, against PSG, they were up 1-0, and they essentially had the game in their hands. They dropped back a little bit too much, but he's your target man. They depended on him for his speed, his athleticism, his physicality, in order to hold up play, maybe make the right pass, just kind of give him some possession so that it relieves the defense, gives him a break, maybe even in the process create some chances and score. The problem that happened is that he didn't do any of that. He would get the ball a lot. They would find him, and he would hold the defender. The problem is, is he doesn't have great vision, or he's not technically gifted enough to find that pass. So even when he was dishing the ball or trying to pass it, he was giving the ball away. So right back on the attack. Is he the guy? No. Because we don't need that kind of style of play. When you have, first of all, you enter as a top-tier club. You need to have people that can play. Pjanic, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Dybala, those guys all can play with that quick tiki-taki kind of pass. Style. Iguain is good at it too. That's the one thing I like about him. I wish we got the Napoli Iguain. We didn't get that. But even his first year, he did good. To me, he did good. Was he worth $90 million? Of course not. But at that time, everyone was paying out money. Like, it was just ridiculous. So, I mean, was it money well spent? No, right? But it was, it was a step in the right direction. It didn't work out. doesn't mean that you have to completely retract the vision that you had. No, you just scale it back. You're going to mutually disagree to release the contract. And maybe by doing that and someone else signs, maybe you can agree with them somehow that they take on some wages. So you cut that even maybe a third. Uh, I don't know. But these are, these are all just speculations. These are me just venting my anger out towards it. But anyway, I'm a big fan of Douglas Costa. When he's on the field, he's a game changer. He makes a difference. He might not score a lot of goals like he did at Byron, but guess what? He can change the pace of your team. He can change the strategy on how you defend and ultimately play. You're talking about a league that is physical and just parks the bus. Most of the teams just park the bus against us. He's going to get hurt or he maybe not, might not be as dynamic, but you allow him the platform of the Champions League and... And you start having the right pieces to not force players to play out of position, play more minutes than they should. And you kind of reserve that player, especially if he has the injury issues. He's going to be an asset to the team. I don't care what anyone says. I watch them play. He is an asset. He is good. And we didn't pay that much for him. So to me, he's worth the price. But that's the thing. You, you need to... The price needs to fit the bill, and I think with him it does. Bernadeschi, we got him at a good deal too. He'll come in his own. Now, I understand you got to get rid of players. Ramsey hasn't done enough. I'm torn with Ramsey because I remember watching Ramsey in the Euros, and he was amazing. He did good things for Arsenal. He just hasn't translated well with Juventus. But again, you have the mastermind of Bidolo in the midfield now. Why not give him a chance to show him a thing or two? Get him to understand the midfield a little bit better. Get him to understand the way Italians play the midfield. I know he's he's Welsh, but just to get that insight, like Delict, there's always been a connection between Italy and the Netherlands because 
a lot of those players, especially defenders, will come to the Serie A, the league. And it's been like that for a long time, even strikers for the longest time. But to understand that way of defense, De Ligt already is gifted enough. He's shown with Ajax last year, or the, yeah, last year, that he was good. But now you got someone like Chiellini, Barzagli, Panucci, those guys showing him just those little things to tweak it to really make him one of the best in the world. And he's still young. Keep him happy. And I know he's not talk, they're not talking about getting rid of him, but I'm saying you have the infrastructure that built. You just need to really see how to utilize it. You don't need all these players. You need a right back. Sure, I'll agree with that. You need a striker. Absolutely, I agree with that. But do you really need uh, to get rid of all these players and really... The midfield needs revamping. I understand that. But does it really need someone to completely overhaul it? Or can we do what Zidane did and say, okay, we're not going to spend a lot of money, but I'm going to really focus on how to play these players. <clears throat> Excuse me. How to play these players. I can utilize this guy here, this guy here, this guy here. And what happened? They won Champions League three years. So not only did he do it with the players he had, he figured out a way to do it with the players he had. That's my, actually my whole point. But that can happen on our end too. We have the players. We have the speed at the wings. We have the centralized midfielders. We have the attack attacking on the wings except for a striker. But I don't believe we need a top-tier striker right now. If you're trying to save money and scale it back, I think we can get away with Ronaldo left wing, Dybala right wing. You have Rabiot, I mean, if I don't know what happens to get that out, but you definitely use Rabio. They shouldn't have got rid of Emery Chan. That's so stupid. But anyway, Ramsey, and now you got Arturo coming in, Arthur. You play him, and then your defense looks like this. Your defense looks like uh, Alexandro, Chiellini, Delict. Sorry, phone's ringing. Alexandro left back, Chiellini, Delict. Right back, you fill it in. But there's options out there, I believe, that are affordable to go after. And I don't think you got to break the bank to do that. Or even, you know what? I know you want to change the age of the squad. I completely understand that. Getting rid of Iguain, that's going to help. Chiellini and Buffon are locked in. They're not going anywhere. And uh, um, Banucci, Rugani, Rugani actually is the one I didn't talk about. They're talking about letting him go. If you're going to let him go, you better make sure you have a, conting a contingency plan. You better hope that uh, people stay on the field. Demerol, he was not on the field. He was hurt. Not his fault. I understand. But you have to have those backups. Manucci, Chiellini, these guys have been getting up there in age. So you have to have these contingency plans. If you think you can do it, well, great. But my point is that Bentecourt in the middle, he's, he's doing really well. Maybe he doesn't really fit what we're looking for in the midfield. I think he's a good young player. He's still fairly young. But is he Juventus kind of quality? No, but guess what? You can sell him to someone out there looking to revamp their midfield as well, thinking they'll get something out of him that's not there. But you can get that money in to really fit your vision to bring someone else in. You want to talk about Tonali? I would rather have probably a Tonali than have uh, Bentecourt. Bentecourt, who knows what he's worth right now? You've got to shop him around. But don't seem so desperate so you can get your maximum return back. Jorginho's a no-go anymore now that Sadi's gone, but if you're really looking to help out that midfield, you need to start looking. Look in places that you would not expect teams to look for. Or, or look at teams like Liverpool, 
who have an excess in the center mid where you can go after these players that might fit the bill. I'm not saying Liverpool specific. I'm just saying teams like that, that have a lot. You know, you guys wanted to bring in Rakitic. I'm sure that you could pull something off in exchange. Bentacore. I don't know. Maybe we already did it with Janic, so it's not there. All I'm saying is that you don't need to completely break this thing down to this to the bare bones in order to 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 win again. I understand we won nine Scudettos in a row, and we are thinking, okay, maybe now's the time to really make that change. I wouldn't be hurt if we didn't win ten. Although I think that you the focus should still be ten. Because that's a historical number. Yeah, nine is big, eight is big, but 10. You know what I'm saying? Like 10 is just 10 in a row. We look at college basketball, the UCLA, like bam, the, the Clippers, bam. So, you know, we see those high numbers and that impresses us. So 10 in a row in a league is impressive. I know now it might not seem like much, but you look back in history, you're going to say, wow, 10 in a row, that's insane. So you don't need a complete revamp, but that should still be a goal. And the Champions League, there's things that need to be tweaked in, ter- in, in terms of strategy. And you need the right person to bring out the best of these players. Bentecourt hasn't reached his potential. Ramsey with Juventus has not reached his potential. Uh, Bernadeschi has not either. Um, Douglas Costa, I don't think so either. So you have these guys that haven't reached their potential, so why not give that a shot and see what happens? You can always revamp some things in December that don't work out. You can let go of a couple players, and you can bring in a couple players. But it can be done. I don't understand why they're thinking they have to gut this whole damn thing in order to start all over. So for me, that that is just oh, it's a frustrating topic. I mean, Champions League right now is still interesting because Man City's still in it. So, you know, let's go Man City. Atlanta fell. They could have done it. PSG came back. We'll see if PSG kind of has that because we've seen where PSG can come back in the early stages of the quarterfinals and things like that. But then when it comes down to... When they need it, round of 16 and stuff like that, they, they, they bow out. First time in the semifinals, I think, since like 1995. They can do it. It's just a matter of, is Mbappe going to be healthy or not? Because Mbappe, I'll tell you, Neymar might have had, what was it, 16 successful dribbles, but he can't finish to save his life. And the minute that Mbappe went in there, the last 30 minutes of that game, immediate spark. The offense gained life back. He caused confusion in the defense. He didn't, they didn't know how to defend him. He opened up play. And Neymar, don't get me wrong, Neymar was doing well, like being the target man, getting the ball and taking on people. He, does a good, he did a good job in that game doing that, but you still need that extra. And Mbappe is that guy. So I noticed that you, your midfield was a little gutted and you guys didn't really, you, you know, Di Maria wasn't playing and Draxler came in as a sub and, Things like that. Understandable, right? We get it. But it still should have been, like, I'm not taking any way away from Atlanta at all because they should have won that game. I blame their inexperience at that point in the tournament as a, as a, as being in that position as the culprit because realistically, they shouldn't have parked the bus. They should have kept doing what they were doing because it was working. Um, it's unfortunate the way it all played out. But PSG, I, I don't know. I think they'd be interesting. They're, them and Man City, I believe, are the favorites to advance, which is interesting because uh, PSG, it doesn't play in one of the toughest leagues. Man City has been playing, hasn't been playing too bad, but since the restart, they haven't been playing the best. But, you know, they, they obviously 
put it to Real Madrid, which Real Madrid was playing good, so that speaks volume. So that, to me, almost cancels out the way they were playing in the league and some of these bad losses because of the way they handled Champions League stages against Real Madrid, who has been playing very well as of late. So it just, it just goes to show you that there's there's still that potential. Barcelona, Barcelona, we all know that they've had their problems, but as long as they have Messi, I mean, it's no, it's no excuse. They, they will, they will, they will wreak havoc. They will cause problems. Not saying they can do it, but they will cause problems. Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich is a team to watch because they are firing on all cylinders. They don't play in the best of leagues either. They're definitely playing a better league than the French. But the way Lewandowski, Lewandowski, by the way, is getting robbed of the Battle d'Or. He should, he deserves it. But the way he's playing, the way you got uh, uh, Nabry, Mueller, uh, I mean, Neuer isn't playing very good, but the way that they're attacking, Coleman's doing very well right now. The way they're playing, Kimmich, um, it's it's unbelievable. Like they're doing they're doing some good things over by they're one of those teams that you really do have to look out for. So this whole rant was supposed to be about Juventus. I know I talked a little bit about Champions League. I couldn't help myself. That's what we're looking at. It was been fun tournament so far, but you know, we'll we'll stay informed. Uh man, keep keep oh I don't know. I don't know Ronaldo. I hope he doesn't leave. I hope we don't sell him. I hope we can figure out how to encompass him in the, the new format, new lineup. I understand funds hit, but that's what the big teams do. They keep their best players, and you have to do that right now. And uh, this is what separates the men from the boys. If this doesn't work out, if they sell Ronaldo, no one is going to want to go to Juventus of that caliber for a very long time, unless there's some kind of fanboy. Because think about it, Ronaldo almost made people say, hey, look, or look at the Italian league, especially Juventus, say, hey, look, these guys are contenders, I'm here. But if he leaves and it, the way they handle him in two years, and say, no, nah, they're not, they don't care about their stars. Why would we go down there? Because it's Italy's a tough transition for anybody, especially attacker. But anybody, anyone who's ever gone in recent years has been a tough transition for them, unless they're built for it. Which, that's why Nian Golan, I, I, I love the fact that he has stayed in the Italian League. He played for Roma, he played for Inter Milan, but ultimately he wanted to go back to Cagliara, I believe, because, or Bologna, because that's his club team, his, his kid team. So he's like, I just want to be, so he loves the, the culture and everything. Alvaro Morata, that's another guy they talked about bringing in a striker. I didn't think he might be a little bit too expensive because Atletico is going to try to recoup some of that 65 million that they spent, so he might be out of reach. But another guy that loves the culture, still has a home. In, in Turin that he vacations at things like that what I'm saying is that it's a tough transition this is going to identify how stars look at Juventus moving forward so we need to make sure we handle this with care thank you guys for tuning in we're up